That's what you do when you're on Twitter. You just call guys daddy all day. <laughs> all right. Welcome to episode two of Running Things Considered. Uh, episode one uh, was pretty well received, actually. Not a lot of people were as disgusted by some of the content that, <laughs> that was discussed on there. But uh, we're back. should have been. <laughs> Steven was. That's why he's not on this week. He's that's trying right. To- Steven is not on this week. So we bring on another third person onto the show this week we have nicole bush professional steeplechaser um 2013 u.s champion combined this panel of people we have on here today all have we have a total of one u.s championship (laughs) so nicole thanks for coming on the show you just wrote a really good piece on shelby houlihan uh but other than that what else have you been up to uh (laughs) kind of like what haven't I been up to I was just acknowledging how overcommitted I am to my own schedule today I don't even know where to start do you want specifics or can I just end the sentence there can we get really specific (laughs) what time did you wake up this morning the first time oh she woke up twice why did you wake up twice because I sent the snooze button that wasn't the snooze button what kind of button was it it was the off button. Oh, it's not waking up to go out of bed. Huh? It's Isn't... not waking up unless you get out of bed. So what well, time did you Okay, wake up? so like 7.40-ish. Wow, that's early. Oof. Yeah, jeez. And then I had I mean, to that's drive. Early. It's a charmed life for the professional runner, huh? 7.40. I would not say I'm focused specifically on professional running right now. Then I drove 70 minutes to an internship in Grand Rapids. Where's the internship? Can you state it? The software company. What's the name of the software company? Software Can we guess? Company. Can you not say? Oh, I can. I'm just not going to because it's funnier for me. Blink twice if it's Google. Is it Oracle? <laughs> it's Alphabet. Oh, the parent company of Google. <laughs> we have a professional runner here, former USA champ here, but I want to know more about the internship. Is it paid? Yes, thank God. Can anyone see what's happening on my TV right now? <laughs> what's happening on your TV right now? <laughs> bunch, it's a halftime show, but it's just a bunch of old guys with the, the bellies cut out of their T-shirt. <laughs> all, like, they all have blue hair, and they're going nuts, you know? You got to love it. Sorry, what game are you watching? About? What the game are you State? watching? Uh, God, no. I don't watch Golden State play basketball. I'm but you do watch football. you do Play watch a basketball Cavs. game while you're on a podcast. Yeah, it's on mute though, so you guys don't have to worry about it. <laughs> well, all right, Tom. So it's you, cool to uh, have her. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I think Nicole's gonna deliver some fire answers on some of these voicemail <laughs> calls because Nicole just tells it how it is. Um, I think if people had access to our Slack channel, it would be just a lawsuit. Hilarious. It would be a lawsuit. <laughs> There's so many. All of us yeah. would be unemployable. 
Is there a subject you guys wanted to do for off the boards this week, Toms? Can you, can you tell me what off the boards is? <laughs> so we take a, a subject off message boards. doesn't have oh, okay. to be let's run. It could be anywhere on the internet. Last week we discussed uh, Ben Blankenship's age. This week, Tom's has uh, another topic. What is it? Uh, yeah, so on the uh, running subreddit ARTC, uh, which is the Advanced Running Track Club, uh, <laughs> I think the 1609 pod on the Sidious Mag Network is related to this. You guys should check that out. Um, so there is a thread where this person, uh, always injured, uh, found the worst produced race video of all time. And it's a video from the 2016 California Southern Section 1600 meters at Masters meet? Yeah, why does it say Masters? I was confused with that. That's the way they do it in California. It's like for Southern Section. Um, There's like each division has their prelim and final. And I looked this up. And then they come together as one division for the Masters meet. And then that goes to state. Okay. That's Uh, so weird. So we'll put a link up to this video. It is really bad. Uh, but it's <laughs> the best way I can describe it is, um, you know, when like a DVD player and I'm dating myself by bringing this up because I know all the kids are on VOD now, but like a DVD player goes into standby mode and the box goes around the screen. Yeah, so imagine yeah. that you're watching a race and then another video of the race was in that box <laughs> moving around the screen while you're watching it. Did you see uh, this video, Sterner? What did you think? Uh, I mean, you know, I got a, I, it's, um, it wasn't you, great. <laughs> yeah. It took someone it was, a really uh, long time, I imagine. It was just, it made me dizzy. They had, they, they had a bunch of, camera angles which i think any good meet's gonna have a couple different camera angles but like first of all it's a high school meet you don't you don't really need that many different angles of a meet but also they were just bad angles it was it was as if i think there was some guy that was just sitting on the ground near the finish line with a camera like a camcorder um there was another guy that seemed to be around the the curve and he was just kind of i don't know 30 feet away from lane eight with a with a camera looking in and they used it's like they used every bit of footage they it was like a found footage movie the, there was like it, there was like this silent quality to it that i felt like when when the panels like flew in and out they should have been like Whoa! Yeah, yeah, like sound it was like some old nickelodeon cartoon it reminded like, me of like the first PowerPoint presentation you made and you're like, wait a minute. I can have like the words come into the side and they've got like the engine noise going. Is that what you mean? Like, yeah, yeah. There's, like, <sighs> one but it didn't have the sounds, but it no. looked like it. The video quality is really good though. I will give them that. Um, it's posted well, it's 2016, by 2016. I hope to God we've kind of solved the issue of video quality. You can uh-huh. shoot 4K on your iPhone. Well, it's it's from a website called HD Runner, so they pride themselves on their video quality. <laughs> um, and they've got like does videos of other races. Does it say high definition runners though, or does it just say HD? I think it means huge uh, <laughs> Dorito, distance huge runners. Doritos. Huge Doritos. It's the 3D Doritos. They're bringing them back, <laughs> but just oh, for I runners. forgot about those. They've got caffeine in them. That's the that's the key. 
Um, but they have like other videos and stuff. It's extremely limited. It seems their first thing was a 2011 UCLA triathlon. Well, that's fun. Um, <laughs> but they don't have any, get all the they don't have video of it. It's just pictures of it. And the last 200 yards of the 5k portion. Um, all you need, but I it's think like that I think that's why they're giving you so much footage of this 1600 because they're like, we really fucked up. We didn't give enough footage. <laughs> we need to give too much footage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to hear, like, I want people to watch this, um, maybe like call in with a voicemail um, and let <laughs> us know their thoughts. Because um, it's kind of like multiple people can see the same thing and get a different feeling watching it. You know, right. what do you think the process was like to recruit all like eight people to get angles, like from all angles where it's, it's like, hey, I, I need you to film my race, but I'm going to need you to stand on this end. And then you get another buddy's like, I'm going to need you to stand on that end. It's like, do you think it was hard for that to all come together? Or do you think it's exactly just a bunch of how recording it it? It's like <laughs> how I got roped into recording every band concert in high school is you're just there. And some person of authority grabs you by your collar and says, hey, you're going to do this for me. It's probably some high school kid too afraid to say no. They're all just, that's why they have so many angles. He just hands out all these, these AV club cameras and uh, <laughs> he says, I'm going to fail you if you don't do this right. Good thing that there's like only audio of the race announcer because it is probably a bunch of high school kids just whispering profanities like, screw you, Mr. Smith or something like that into the, into the mic. All right. You want to do voicemails? I don't want to, but you're going to make us. I hope that that just becomes the line that, that we go to every single time we throw it. All right. So if you want to call into the show, the number is 646-780-9218. That's 646-780-9218. Um, we'll start off with uh, the first two girls to ever call into running things considered hey i'm mckenna i'm kelsey and we're runners from dakota wesleyan university and our coach zach coon told us that we should call in and leave a voicemail so that's what we're doing <laughs> yeah so we're we have some fun uh animal stories i guess from some of our runs one time we were on a long run it was at a rough part in the season and it was going by real slow, and we look over, and we see a, a pretty dead mangled deer on the side of the road. And I think our first thought was just that we really wanted to do the same workout it was doing, and uh, we just wanted to, no, we just didn't want to do the run anymore. We wanted to, so when we came back, we told Coach that uh, we saw the dead deer and really sympathized with it. <laughs> um, so, fast, like, flash forward another year, we're on a long run again. And on this one dirt road that we run on about three and a half miles in, there's this big ranch and they've got, you know, all these cows and whatnot. And we, you know, always look at them and whatnot. And they like moo at us as we go by. But this one time we like happened to look over and there was these two cows going like head to head, butting against each other, like fighting almost. And we were like, what is this? <laughs> and so we sort of stopped our run, which we probably shouldn't have done. We um, had to though. We had to. And then, so we're just like watching these two cows go at it. And then one by one, there's another cow that joins and then another one and then another one and they're just all butting heads and kind of like going in this circle and like really getting angry yeah, it's like <laughs> a lot of fighting they're just like going at each other yeah in the they're circle. all just joining in and then 
we're just like sitting there watching for five minutes as this like fight escalates and then this one like lighter colored cow comes like charging over and breaks up this whole fight and we're like wow they just like it just <laughs> yeah. the yeah, we're like oh nature's cool man <laughs> and we're like all right well that's it so maybe we should get going on a run again and then we ran you know another mile and a half or two until we turned around and then we came back and told our coach about it and he would put it in our trading logs and i thought it was pretty funny <laughs> yeah so i guess if anyone else has some cool animal stories if you can top ours who knows if that's really possible yeah we'd like to see so share <laughs> uh your animal stories with us and we want to hear them <laughs> so they want to hear the best animal encounter that you've had i guess maybe on a run or just in general animal stories is the way that they phrased it can we at least acknowledge the fact that they like came back from a run told their coach the story and he said oh yeah call into these strangers on the internet and tell them because i don't have the time for it that's 100 they gave a quick uh there's a little just a little like oh we want to be doing the work it's like an old man like a dad joke he's like i want whatever he's having it's like (laughs) <laughs> like that mangled deer is like I want to be doing the workout that guy's doing. <laughs> uh, oh, guys, I, lo- I love it. Did also, you the see- accent? You don't you don't hear as a as a native Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out on a limb, although I think they're from South called in from South Dakota. I almost positive both of them have to be from either Minnesota or Wisconsin. Uh, great underrated accent people i think often give it a lot of shit um (laughs) undeserved it's it's great i love it i haven't heard it in so long it brought me back um and the fact that they were talking about cows like headbutting each other it just it made it it made it even better oh don't you know we saw a couple cows while we were out on our run and they were headbutting and then a few of the other cows got into it and pretty soon there were just a bunch of cows headbutting each other (laughs) <laughs> heading on over to the bar gonna drink some spotted cow later uh i like the part about the, the mangled deer part struck me though because did you guys see get out yeah yeah there's like that one scene at the start of the movie where he shows up uh, like they're driving and then like there's the dead deer mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be like symbolism uh, for something with the rest of the movie. Uh, like, I don't know. I The movie came out in January of last year. Uh, I haven't thought that far back in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always thinking about tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but no, it just kind of like, that's where my mind went. was like, when they started talking about that, I thought they were going to bring up the movie Get Out. Um, and I don't know like what the symbolism would be, but then they like see the cows fighting each other. So if this was like an Oscar nominated movie, uh, I think the metaphor would be that they're actually in hell and that they've been dead the whole movie. (laughs) Uh, Spoiler alert, but like the good place season two. Mm, Just saw season one. You don't watch season two. I can't, you cut out. I couldn't hear you. It's spoiler alert, though, but, like, the season two of The Good Place. Oh, wait, no, I have. I thought that was okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been catching back up on season two of The Good Place, but it's not on Hulu yet. What? It's the only place I've ever watched. They have the last five episodes of season two. They don't have the first eight. Um, 
So you have to watch like three minutes of commercials <laughs> like every two minutes on the NBC app. And let me tell you guys, makes me feel like I'm in the bad place. There we go. <laughs> uh, do we have any animal stories, though? Um, I saw it. don't have anything good. I saw, I saw it wasn't mangled. It was uh, rotting, uh, pretty sure, buffalo carcass on a run. In South Carolina, it? wanted to be done with that I run. Just... I felt like I wanted what it was having. I think when it's dead. I think it was a buffalo. Not very There's sure. No way. Are there still like buffalo in the wild? Yeah. Oh no no no! This is a farm animal, for sure. <laughs> the laziest farmer of all time. He's like, I need to slaughter this buffalo. It might have been like a giant cow. I don't know. It was huge. But, but when it's it dead, just that far along in its decomposition. When it's it, dead, though, it's a bison, right? Yes. I don't know if that means when it's dead. It probably was actually a bison. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Like it's a cow when it's living. It's beef when it's dead. It's a pig when it's living. It's pork when it's dead. It's a buffalo when it's living. It's a bison when it's dead. No That's, that can't be true. There's no way. Is that, is that true? I've never heard that before. What? It's you like don't lava eat... versus magma. Yeah. <laughs> dead lava. Dead magma. I don't know. Um, I think it's. Isn't you it know, magma it's like... when it's in the earth? Magma. I think it's, you know, it's kind of like it's in friends the when it's good. It's Joey when it's bad. You know, it's a, uh, it's like the <laughs> difference. Between... <laughs> Sorry, guys. Just hitting all the today. I got, um, I got. I was no, chased I think... by, uh, I mean, it's not, I was, I don't want to tell this story. It's not even good. It's not a good animal story. I was chased by a dog. Um, now you have to tell it. I was just like running by myself in the middle of nowhere, just like on a dirt road. And a I just road? hear these footsteps behind me, like feet on gravel. And I turn around and it's a German shepherd just sprinting at me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really know what to do except start running. <laughs> and like afterwards, I read that if a dog is like charging at you, you shouldn't run because it's just going to keep chasing you. <laughs> But for whatever reason in my mind, I was like, well, I can probably out-sprint this dog. Um, and I, yeah, I just started running, and it, like, lunged at me, and I started screaming very loudly. Uh, and, um, and then it just it missed, but then it stopped. It stopped chasing me, and it, it stopped running and just watched me run away. It was like, oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Do I have any good animal stories? Because that one's pretty good. So we're going, uh, to, we're going back to USA's in Des Moines. I, <laughs> me and Mitch Kastoff were out for a run uh, in Des Moines. It was nighttime. It was kind of dark. And so we thought we were getting chased First by mistake. like a <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> we thought we were getting chased by a raccoon. And uh, so we made a just a sprint, like as soon as we saw like the shadow chasing us. And so um, I think I jumped on top of a car. Mitch jumped, just kept running, just left me. Mm-hmm. And Mitch is uh, the most <laughs> skittish person that I've ever met. Of course, he, of course, no qualms with leaving you behind. 
And it turned out once, like, we got to, like, a light post or something, we saw it was just, like, a little tiny dog. But we thought it was a raccoon and it was running <laughs> after us and just freaked out. Uh, I just remember Mitch just being like, I'll meet you at the house <laughs> and just left. Um, that's the only scary experience I think I've had on a run with an animal. Mine all really go with like deer, large fields of deer that all notice you at the same time and stare. And then it's uncomfortable. At least they're not dead. Yeah, but like. I've probably talked about this a while ago, but I am terrified of deer. It just feels like they can fuck you up if they just. One, you could get Lyme disease. Two, I don't know. Like I've had friends who've had deer run into them before. And I thought I was going to get charged by a deer within like the last six months where I turned around and I was like, okay, I'm going, I'm leaving now. Do you ever like go on a run and see deer and get scared by them? And then you go home and you watch like the opening of Bambi just like (laughs) feel like a little bit more agency about like your life and your safety. You're in charge. (laughs) Like, I don't know. And then you start swinging, drip, 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 little April shower, and then you're fine, and then you reset. The only animal story that I really have is I was on a run with a couple other people, and um, we were running by this place that had, like, it was, like, through farms and pastures and things like that that have a lot of cows, and um, a train goes through it. Um, (laughs) All sorts of trains will go through there, passenger trains, cargo trains, soul trains um all going through here and the cows would congregate on the train tracks and what happened was is like we're running one day and usually like the trains go through and the cows move um but we're like running and we notice like the herd of cows is not moving and the train's probably about like 300 yards maybe a little longer away and like we're sitting there and we're just like What's going on? We did what these girls did. Like, we just stopped. Like, you see cows <laughs> on a run, you stop. Uh, I don't know what it is. And we're just, like, watching it. And we're just like, holy shit, like, these cows are going to get hit by this train. And a few of the cows, like, a few of the cows, like, leave the track. Um, so maybe th- there's, like, 16 cows. Maybe there's, like, 12 left. And then this guy pulls up in a pickup truck and gets out and, like, looks at it. And we're like, are you going to do something? Are you going to get these cows off the track? And he just says, they know what they got into. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's why there's that plow on the front of the train, right? Yeah. But it's also just like they signed up. They batshit insane thing I've ever heard someone say about a cow. Well, I Uh, imagine that guy's probably spent a lot more time around cows in his life than you have. Yeah. (laughs) That's probably it would have been great if the first thing he says when he gets out of the car is like, did I miss it? Um, but so what happens is like the train's coming, the train's coming, it's a cargo train. And, uh, like as it's, the train's like a hundred yards away, barreling down like a fucking linebacker going after a quarterback. And we're just like, (laughs) this is not happening. This is not happening. Uh, and then the train comes through. One of the cows gets out of the way. The other three though, do not. And the train hits the cows and it is just blood everywhere. <laughs> and guess what? The train keeps going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't care. It's a train. It, it can't a, stop, though. Like, it can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Justin Timberlake can't stop the feeling 
Like they're just barreling away and there's just dead cow parts everywhere. Did it like pulverize them? I just feel like if Did they just like pop? Yeah, that's kind of how I imagine well, it. Cow matter left. There's very little cow matter actually left there. Like did it vaporize? It's just them? like no, it's just pushing it down the track. It just Oh. <laughs> It was a little bit of both. Like a a pink mist. (laughs) It was both. It was definitely both. Did they move when it happened? (laughs) No, like part of the cows (laughs) moved. Part of the cows got like vaporized. Did they move? Oh, no. They didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I think they did kind of like uh, like the Flintstones thing like all the dinosaurs on the Flintstones where it'd be like okay this is another thing I've got but like how every appliance on the Flintstones was like a dinosaur and you have to think that like he kind of had like a middle class job so they definitely had like a toilet inside and everything like that the toilet's definitely a dinosaur maybe the thing where it's like Fred Flintstone. Yes, they did. (laughs) And you definitely know after that like the dinosaur would like turn to the camera and go Ah, it's a living. I think like the cows probably like the cows probably said that before the train came through. Like we and knew hit what them. we were getting into. We knew what we were getting into. Um, yeah, so that's the time I saw cows get hit by a train. Uh, hey, City Smag, it's Derek. Um, so scenario: you guys are out in the well, singular. You're out in the woods by yourself long run, got a shit. Are you sacrificing a sock or are you trying to wipe with some leaves or option number three? Or are you just going with the no wipe? Let me know. Thanks. So he wants to know, you poop in the middle of the run. What are you wiping with? Sock, uh, leaves, or don't wipe? Uh, Chris, mm. it's been great. I've enjoyed doing the podcast. It's been a little fun. Uh, we've had some laughs, but that is a bridge too far. Thank you. Um, we'll talk later. Um, but th- yeah, I'm out. That's it. Uh, no wipe was my uh, limit line. So, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I guess. I mean, Nicole, do you have any hard and fast opinions about uh, poop etiquette on the run? My first thought is like, what is what is everyone's like? Why is sack an option? That's the thing. I've never Is that really a guy thing? Sock. I've never considered sock. No, I never. want that sock. Yeah. You need that sock. <laughs> you need that sock. Um, Even if I'm going to lose the other one later anyways, washing them, but like. Yeah. Sock is always, I guess it's, it's always, for me, it's always been situational, I guess. Like I've never used a sock, but I have found things in my environment to use uh have you done the sweet bread no have you no but i've seen like i had like teammates come back with like one you know half muscle tea like i had to like (laughs) no you really didn't have to also did you rip it did you rip it in half and get two wipes out of that like uh you can you can probably fold it i don't know um i've wiped with uh, you know, anything that you can get your hands on, really. And I've also gone without wiping. With yeah. the, the no wipe is terrible because you definitely come back with a diaper rash. <laughs> a full-on diaper rash? 
yeah and it's it's not good you like you get in the shower afterwards and it like stings and that's true yeah i've um, done i'm sorry i will say i've done both best though snow i have done snow snow cold but very effective See, I can't remember. I've only done it once, but you're, you're of the opinion that it's uh, an effective way to wipe. Of all of the ways, I would say that's probably the best. Unless you're really, really into the sack thing, that might be a nice luxury, but... I'm just no. going to hop back in here oh. on the sock question. Um, does it depend on whether or not the sock is cotton or synthetic? Ooh, I feel I like synthetic would be bad. sock would be a good... White. Yeah, I agree with Nicole. Not a good uh, and the ice is kind of like a bidet. <laughs> well, it's not ice. It's not ice, no. Tom's. It's well, the snow. No. A very cold one, yeah. yeah. If, if you had to use a sock, does it depend on, like, how far you are into a run? Like, 10 miles in, would you like, – you have another 10 miles to go back. You're on a, you're on a long run. You wouldn't use a sock because you know you'd blister up, and then that's the end of your day, right? I, I, I've got no. I don't think running without the sock isn't really the problem. I guess for me, it's mostly principle. It just feels <laughs> like not the way that the sock wants to go down. Wait, didn't you write an article about shitting your pants on a run? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. But nowhere in there did I take off my sock and like clean myself up with it. And it was did also you... only like six miles, right? No, it was, I was I was probably at like mile five of like a nine mile run. You can check the article. I think it. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was like eight or nine miles. Wow. I think for me, it would have to depend on the type of run I was having in the first place. I would be an adult and poop before my run. Oh yeah, you're you're better than the rest of us. You've never had to find a way to poop in the middle of a run. Here's the whole thing: you drink some coffee, wake up early enough, like an adult, have some coffee before you run, clean yourself out. You got that little bit of caffeine. I don't see what the issue is. When someone called this <clears throat> a very similar question into. The Sidious Mag podcast, when I believe it was Stephen and Paul were answering a very similar question. The other option was a nice warm stone. So it was like. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go with that? Through, did they run through a sauna? And they have like the little rocks. There yeah. the water oh, my God. I mean, I think I don't know why that would have to be limited to being out on a run. I feel like. If a hot stone were available to me, like in my bathroom, I'd be like, "Well, I don't know. I've never done this before, but I'll use it." <laughs> I just need to know if it's a like a smooth stone, or, I think is, it, a stone, or is it when it's dead, it's a rock, but when it's alive, no, it's a stone. No. When it's smooth, it's a stone. When it's <laughs> got when it's got texture and stuff to it, it's a rock. Rocks are jagged; stones are smooth. Right. All right. I'd try it question. once. I probably wouldn't. And really a hot dog is not a sandwich. But <laughs> uh, I actually do believe a hot dog is a sandwich, but we'll save that for another podcast. Why don't you save that for the Sidious Mag podcast? <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> you can ask. Uh, 
You can ask Bernard Lagat that. <laughs> that's my uh, question to ask Bernard Lagat. <laughs> all right. This is that, that's a perfect transition for uh, this no, next question that has hot dogs involved. <laughs> oh, no. Seamless. Hey, guys. This is Rob from Durango. Just got to say, love the pilot. So here's my question. To my town on the 4th of July, my local running club does a hot dog and all-American hot dog mile. The same rules as a beer mile, but with hot dogs. But not just any hot dog. These are hot dogs that have been covered in nacho cheese and then topped with cheese puffs. The all-American version of the hot dog mile is where you drink a beer and you then eat one of these said hot dogs per quarter mile. So I'm planning on doing the hot dog mile. And then also for Cinco de Mayo, I'm planning on doing a Taco Bell taco mile, like a Los Doritos taco mile. So that's two different races with food, and it got me thinking, I want to do like a series, like a seasonal series to challenge myself. These four different, perhaps, uh, food-based races. So what other food challenges should I try? Let me know what you think. Uh, thank you, Rob from Durango. Glad you enjoyed the pilot. Um, I'm going to ignore the fact that he's probably from Taco Bell corporate. <laughs> Name dropping the Doritos Locos Taco. Um, but yeah, wait, what do I we think about this? That. I I don't know if I take issue with that all American hot dog challenge on the concept like the eating a hot dog a lap, I think I take issue with putting nacho cheese and cheese puffs <laughs> on a hot dog and eating it. Yeah, what makes that more, like, what's, I, I've never heard of something like, oh, that's American is nacho cheese. What do you that's think, a, what do you think, like, the most American hot dog would be? Like a, like a one that you buy at a baseball game. Like it has ranch on dog, it. Or a, Wait, no, what? Who puts ranch on a hot dog? <laughs> That's American, right? That's the whole premise of America is built on ranch dressing. Yes. No? Okay. Actually, yeah, I feel like ranch is uniquely American. Okay. But maybe it, putting like a slice of apple pie on top of a hot dog or something like that. Mayonnaise? No, no because mayonnaise I think too? I think it's just like ranch dressing, mayonnaise, and institutional racism <laughs> on a hot dog. <laughs> and that's just like the American hot dog. <laughs> and you just have to like acknowledge that. Um, I don't, I think the cheese puffs very American though. I just don't, I don't know how Mexican nacho cheese is, but it feels American. Like, like burritos are not Mexican. I know that. Like, how we know a burrito is, like, technically what's called a mission burrito with, like, the all the shit in it. Um, and that's, like, San Francisco mission. So that's, like, a very American thing. So I, nacho cheese feels to me like one of those things, like... Uh, like a bastard. We, we've taken it and we've yeah. destroyed it. Yeah. And that's, that's what you do to make something American is you take something <laughs> of another culture and then you ruin it and put a corporate bow around it and then you sell it. Yeah. Um, 
but that's how we feel about their all American hot dog. How do we feel about like other additional food mile challenges that could occur that aren't the Doritos Locos taco that he's come up with here? I like, um, I mean, the only ones that I can really think of are like dessert races, uh, you know, Easter's coming up, a Cadbury egg mile could be fun. Um, <laughs> you just, it, I, I imagine it wouldn't be, I imagine it wouldn't be too far off from your regular mile personal best because it's not like it's a lot to eat. You can, you, you can you swallow have to have the two whole. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. It would be far off. Have you ever tried to get one out of the wrapper? <laughs> it's oh, so yeah, hard because, right. like, the one part sticks, and you're like, "I'm not going to eat tin foil, but I am going to eat whatever like the cream inside this is." So that's, I guess, that's the question. For a Cadbury egg mile, would the rule be that you have to peel it first, or if I wanted to be an absolute psychopath, could I just put the egg with the wrapper <laughs> still on it into my mouth and swallow? <laughs> Um, I think I think you have to peel it. Like you have to open a beer for a beer mile, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, what, what other about, stuff do we have? What about like lasagna? You have to have it like at least as large as your hand, and you have to eat the slab of it off your hand before you can go. So you use your hand as a plate. <laughs> yeah, so but you, like you have you get to the, you get to the sleeping area, and somebody has a, like a spatula. Yeah, and they, they <laughs> put it on. You can't <laughs> lose the layers. You just have to what holiday like, is this for? Uh, Italian American Heritage Day. <laughs> I think they get a month. May May the fourth, the day before Cinco de Mayo. It's whatever day Goodfellas came out. About <laughs> Hanukkah, you got to do a bowl of matzo ball soup before every lap. You have to run with candles and keep them lit. <laughs> no, I like that. Uh, I like ooh, that one's got a good slogan. The, that one's got a good slogan, though, because you could be like, the Hanukkah mile, it's lit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you think this type of slang, um, you imagine saying it to your kids years from now? Like, you know how people, I don't know, like 90s slang, like uh, in Clueless, when she's like, as if, that kind of stuff. Like, that's what it's going to be. Like you're gonna be fifty years old one day, and you're gonna say it's lit, fam, and your fucking thirteen-year-old kid's gonna look at you like, "What did you just say?" And like you wouldn't get it. It was super yeah. cool in twenty eighteen. I'm nope. still gonna write LOL on text messages. Yeah, I agree with you. My my kid's like birthday cake is gonna come out at like the TGI Fridays that we're at, and I'm just gonna be like, "Oh, thick." <laughs> And they're just going to be like, what the yeah, fuck, Dad? What the fuck? Do you yes. think there's, is there going to be a reset with this? Because I feel like it's gotten like, each set of slang has gotten cooler and cooler and like more like specific, but not specific to where like, we're not saying anything anymore. Is it going to reset yeah. and go back to like longer phrases? Well, I was I, watching. I hope. <laughs> I was watching Leave it to Beaver this morning. That's um, not true. Don't lie. I was watching it. I was watching it. And there was this like really weird part that like I didn't even think about with the concept of Leave It to Beaver, where they're like going through and they say like Barbara Billingsley's the mom, whatever. And they go like, and whatever the actor's name is, as the beaver. 
<laughs> but I never realized that like his nickname was like the Beaver. It's just Beaver, like to me, because it's leave it to Beaver, not leave it to the Beaver. So I think what Nicole is presupposing here is that 30 years from now, we're going to have kids called the Beaver. Am I, am I misinterpreting this? or? I mean, it wasn't super like honed in when I said it. So yeah, it could be uh, exactly that. But the only way I need to make sure that I'm right about this is to just call my kid the Beaver. The Beave? No, no, no. I <laughs> can't call him the Beaver. really, really didn't like the word beaver, I think probably right because of its, its, its slang interpretation. What's um, the slang interpretation of beaver? Um, uh, um, There's a song about it, right? Did you just listen to that song? Yeah. It's like Winona. Nicole dropped the song on Twitter or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but you know what of- happens? Let kids get a hold that you don't like something. They're just going to find a way to shout it or like write it on your chalkboard when, <laughs> when you're not in the classroom. And that's exactly what people did. People would walk by her classroom and scream Beaver <laughs> the door. If she was gone or like left the room to go to the bathroom or something like that, or it's like on the I, chalkboard. Yeah. Yeah. How we poor, used, how we poor was this high school? Wait, no, talking about things that teachers don't like, I had a teacher in high school who, who said that he did not like Cool Ranch Doritos, and he would, like, get pissed. He would get pissed when people had Cool Ranch Doritos, and I think it must have been, like, I'd graduated, and before I'd moved, I'd, like, came back and been like, what's up? And I was like, so why don't you like Cool Ranch Doritos? And he was like, no, I do. I just think it's funny to choose that to, like, mess with people. But that's always like the first chip out of the pack that goes. Like when you play soccer as a kid and someone's mom brings chips after the game, like Cool Ranch is gone within the first minute, right? Yeah, but if you ate him in his class, he would like freak out on you. But he was just made up. He made the whole thing up just to like entertain himself. Where was this? In Michigan. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Tom's is from California where they don't have things like Cool Ranch Doritos. We just call them Ranch Doritos out here. Like, it's assumed that they're cool because they're here. Oh, it's like when someone calls it the Cold Stone Creamery or Panera Bread. Or, or the Beaver instead of Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> but no, think about it, Like, if we could go back to the slang thing. I feel like in the 90s, slang had five letters. Now it has three. Or like five-ish, like, oh, stoked. Now it's like fam-lit. Ah, I like that. So are you saying it's just going to be, are, are we shrinking? Yeah, but then is it going to reset to like full words again? And what will those words mm. be? No, like, because even we, you know, we even say like, be my be. Mm. Mm. Now, I, what, what, I don't know. It's I, like I just, a like, triangle. I, it's going spirit. I go on Twitter and it's like, I understand what you mean. Like kids will say like, it's lit, but they'll say like shit's lit, which strikes me as like more letters. But that's because swears are going to always be cool. I follow. All three of us are old is we're talking about what the kids are doing on Twitter. It's like, how are the kids? It it matters. But can we say that like, I'm still going to class with those people. How is it? Is it awful? Are they awful or are they better than you thought they would be? Um, 
a little it's better than I thought but then there's still some things where I'm like we just got a Whole Foods like okay and so that we just means, call it Whole Foods we don't say a Whole Foods out here so. <laughs> well there's only one in this area some people have and like if a you few. said it, yeah all right but uh so that means that like some people had kombucha for the first time mm-hmm and I overheard some uh, girls in my class being like, have you had this thing called kombucha? It's like fizzy juice. It's like it's bad like, tea. Fizzy juice? It's I bad tea. Said, like, now those people are learning how to make it. But th- so some of this stuff is crazy. Chavez is drinking kombucha right now. <laughs> I am. No free I mean, yet, so I'm not going to say. But at the same time, like, you could just drink normal tea that doesn't taste bad, Right. I don't mind the taste of kombucha. I like it. They have a lavender one. It's pretty good. Uh, my, my thing is, is like, I do worry about what the kids are saying on social media because 20 years from now, they're going to be applying for jobs and their employers are going to be like, oh, yeah, like we'd love to hire you, except for the fact that in you know 2018, you tweeted out, looking to eat that ass like groceries. And that's going to get them kicked out of a job. Like, I know that context matters but like some of the stuff that like they say on twitter i just go what it's it's (laughs) pretty funny to me the idea that um like the president however many years from now um right now is like 14 years old and he's probably sent so many pictures of his dick on snapchat I think the president now has sent a lot of pictures of his dick on That's Snapchat. true. That's, that's I think, like, he saying. probably sends them to yeah, Team Snapchat. Like, they'll they'll send him the message that's like, hey, happy new year, and he's just like, here's a picture of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so... But I like the guy you had asked. Uh, we're, yeah, we're really big into Taco Miles and uh, whatever it is that you said. So uh, I think we got that covered. Yeah, Lasagna Miles. The Lasagna Miles, the best one. Yeah, image wise. So uh, make that happen in Durango, Colorado. Rob, thank you for calling in. All right, I, this is Matt here. I'm from Boston. Um, I just have a question, and you know, I haven't listened to your podcast, so you know, don't at me if pause, pause immediately. What like imagine going in? I. Well, how do you start something with, I don't know who you are nor what you do, so don't <laughs> shit on me if this is wrong. But that's, that's what insane. I did. That's he what also, I did. He also said if it hasn't been asked. That's what I did the first time I went into a Chipotle. Like, all my friends were talking about Chipotle and how great it was. And I walked in there and I was like, I don't know who you are or what you do here, but I'm Matt. And... Kind of want some tacos. Hot take. Hey, Chipotle. Ooh, bad Ooh. take. Because she loves those Los Doritos tacos available at Taco Bell and both the nacho cheese and I don't and go to the, the Chipotle. Anyway, let's finish the question. I'm sorry, man. You know, it hasn't been asked yet. But I was thinking about, you know, the Tour de France and how they do, you know, 25 races in a month or something like that. It's pretty intense. Like, why why can't there be something like that for running? Maybe not every day, but four weeks, you know, four to five races a week, you know, maybe a full marathon once a week, you know, a 10K, a 5K, a half marathon, 
and maybe another wild card distance once a week. Get a couple days off a week, so maybe say five races a week. You get two days off. You get to race a 5K, a 10K, a half, a full, and maybe, you know, 15K or, you know, whatever. I think that would be fun, and I think you could still go fast. And you know, what do you guys think about that? How fast do you think someone could run a tour de running? How fast? I don't know. You know, whatever. Not, not fast. Not I'm going to stop the not question. Fast. Not fast. They would all be injured. <laughs> no, guys. You don't get it. He thinks that they could do it. <laughs> like, that's the alternative He's... point. You think that it wouldn't be fast. He thinks that they would be fast. There's his argument. Refute it. Define okay, fast. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Nicole, Nicole, go. Uh, the closest I can get to making this somewhat relatable is in Michigan for the state meet, they do four divisions in one place. And so there was an idea of, as a collegiate male, could you win all four of the women's, of the girls' races? And that's about as close as I can get to running way too many times. I can't get to this tour to running. That, that seems very sexist. But how, how so? This, I, I think it's sexist because it's like, probably yes is the answer uh no i mean some of the girls in michigan are running pretty fast like but you don't what? have to be you don't have to be a good college guy just okay co- just, so it's just, just a like a college not even a college runner so like i don't remember when this question exactly was but like girls are like at least running some 17 minutes but even then you have to wait there's a big time difference so you're gonna get super stiff and then you're gonna have to go try to like run these races i don't know I think that, like, what he's proposing is, like, a month-long thing of running. And I think that I th- running I sucks. Like, like, a, nope. like a basketball season. Like, wasn't he saying that I, – I, it kind of cut out. So wasn't he saying, like, basketball teams will play five games in a week? No, no. Why, he's saying Tour de France. Tour de France. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. So well, what then, he's saying is, it's like, basically, like, every week there's a marathon and then there's other races in that week. Um, but I think that the biggest thing is that just like running kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> I think a, well, certain, a certain type of runner decides that they think this is fun. Like if, it's if you're Chris like Chavez running marathons it? is great. Right. Like sort of but thing. Those are just like three day things. Like you run a marathon, you run a half and then you like hail Mary a 10 K and it's all on trails somewhere, nowhere. No, at Disneyland like or Disney hail world. That's what I was about to say. I mean, this is just kind of adding two more days to, or three more days to what the Disney, like, races are. They have you do a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and then a marathon, I believe? Or I think it's just three. That's a real thing? Yeah, it's a real thing, Not just a trail thing. Uh, Well, no, you you would add a few races on and then do that for four weeks. That sounds absurd. I think you could because I think that cyclists, even with the Tour de France, they could do each individual stage much faster than they do. But that's um, not impact. They have to consider it. Yeah. But you would have to like uh, well, go a lot who's slower. Who's that guy? Who's that guy? D. Maybe like elliptical marathoning. Uh, oh yeah. The ultra marathon man. Yeah, like fifty marathons, fifty days, 
50 yeah. It's the first ever running book I read. But remember, he said fast at the end of this. People could still do it fast. I think the big thing to consider, and that's right, like, is that he said fast, is that runners could do this. It just wouldn't be good running. Like, you'd be really upset that, um, like, let's take the example of someone like, uh, you know, like a Jordan Hesse is not going to be running that marathon anywhere near as fast as she can run. She would probably be running it, like, somewhere around, like, 235, 240. She's also not going to sign up for the whole thing. <laughs> she would sign up for the full thing in this hypothetical scenario, Nicole. All right, fine. Like a couple of years ago when there was that four by mile at Penn Relays <laughs> and everyone got upset that like the last leg went really slow. It's like, it doesn't matter how fast you run a four by mile. All that matters is you win. And like collectively these guys all decided on the last leg we're just going to sit on each other and like go. Right. And it like pissed everybody off, but like in cycling, that's what the tour de France is. It's a multi-stage race. Like everyone is saving for the next day. Right. So like, first off, everyone would fucking hate this idea. Um, And secondly, it wouldn't be very fast. Would you have to police for people walking? I I don't think walking is totally okay. I think you would invite. Yeah. You'd probably invite walking. But then it's not running. Ooh. But I don't <laughs> think anyone would walk. I don't think anyone would walk. Like, I think their normal running pace could handle it. It's just, it's not, it would not be good running. Like, I don't think it would be entertaining at all. Yeah, like, exactly. This guy's saying like, oh, I think this would be great. Uh, I, I don't, I have no desire to watch something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really think it's like one of those things where you're like, the Tour de France is really popular. Let's bring that idea to running. And I think that's like an issue we run into with running a lot where like something's a good idea for something else. Um, yeah. But because it doesn't necessarily translate. I think that the biggest difference is that cycling is low impact. Yeah, exactly. Where like you're going to need medics for like blowing out everything. Yeah. Hey. Well, not mm-hmm. Can we just take a moment? Just this was some good. This was some good running talk. Like this was a very serious approach to this. I feel really bad no, no for the caller. No dick jokes here, but I feel really bad for the caller because it's not a very good idea. There should not be a Tour de France of running. I mean, there would be some people who are like, "Yeah, let's do it," but like, that's the people who are like, "Ah, oh, ultra marathons aren't fun enough." Let's exactly. Keep going. Exactly. Like, I can barely get behind a marathon, let alone. Yeah. Well, marathon. think about, think about like Shelby Houlihan at indoors is going to be running a 15 and a 3K, right? That's a lot. And so add on top of that, like a 5K and 10K and a half marathon and a marathon. And then and a 400 at the end, all out. Well, I think Shelby could do it because well, yeah, Shelby can do anything. But, yeah. uh, like, there's no way that's entertaining if everyone's doing it. No. Like, decathletes don't run good 1500s. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, if you want this, there is a multi stage event that's over the course of a couple of days. It's called the decathlon and the heptathlon, and they do it all the time. And then they fly down uh, yeah. on the track and hold hands afterwards. It's yeah. Such, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, the Instagram posts after decathlon or heptathlon. Oh, well, man. have you ever done it? 
Have you ever done it, Tom? No, I've never done it, but I don't need to do it. But it's just always like a sense of a pride and accomplishment. Like so you, uh, that's like that's all the, the posts ever say. Yeah, it's always just like talking about this unity that exists between this these competitors and stuff. Because that's all know. you can think about when you're done is like, oh, thank God, someone's here. I got someone yeah. else. That was what I went through. I can't articulate anything else. It's like when you're in the middle of a somebody. run. It's like you're in the middle of a run and like you have to go to the bathroom and you grab a smooth stone and then you go back to the group and you're like, thank God someone else is here. Because this was the most. Else. Are you saying yeah. that your your comrades in a competition like the decathlon and the heptathlon are like a smooth stone <laughs> basking in the sun, waiting for you to wipe your ass? <laughs> That's not what I'm saying at all. Oh, okay. Oh, what's all right, what's the next? What's the next call? Hey, this is Sam from South Coast State Jackrabbit Cross Country. Here's a question: Could you run a 200? holding your breath and if you could do you go out really hard or do you run really slow Ooh, this is interesting i've tried holding my breath before on runs because i feel like i've i read about there's there was an olympian a while ago i think it was either that Emil Zatopek guy or Lassie Viren. I don't know. It's one of those two guys I feel like I read about that they incorporated holding their breath into their training, uh, which I just thought was insane. So I remember we used to do this workout in high school. It was like telephone poles. You would kind of like sprint and then walk between the distance of a telephone pole. So a few times I would go up and I would try to hold my breath the distance between two telephone poles. Um, I mean, if you're in shape, you can do it. I don't think it's that hard. I don't want to bring up like my inner Steve Magnus here, <laughs> but I actually think that the 200 meters is anaerobic. Am I right? Um, but if you go slow, though. No, I, I think you have to go fast because it's the energy system involved. But I think that if you're running, I think that a 200 meter is an anaerobic race because, like, if you're going all out, none of the oxygen that you're breathing in you actually use i think the 400 is like the first event where you actually go aerobic and so i think that you could technically hold your breath and run fast enough for a 200 um as long as you're going all out like i think there's an actual answer to this and i think that's it because if you also watch like sprinters run they're not taking like the deep breaths that distance runners are like, it's kind of that quick, like, weird-faced breathing. Yeah. Ryan's doing it right now. Uh, when you're lifting. Yeah, like when... <laughs> I don't know anything about lifting weights, Nicole. Have you seen me? The 200 still follows under anaerobic <laughs> as long as you get it done quick enough. Yeah, uh, I agree. But also, that's, there's, that's... No, there's no way I could do it. I'd have a headache. Afterwards. Yeah, I think I could. Yeah, I think... Um... Like, have you got, when's, when's the last time you've just timed yourself holding your breath? A long time. Oh. All right. Well, well okay. So, no, no, I'm thinking the best, my best was a long time ago. What was your best? It's so long ago that I'm, I'm shaky on whether or not it is, but I want to say it was like 90 seconds. See, that's, yeah, I feel like that's a good long while. You could probably go out 
I imagine, and easily run like 30 seconds for a 200. Easily. Yeah, easily. Um, you'll be all right. So yes, I think the general consensus, yes, we could do it, and you run as fast as you can. Yeah, and if we're wrong, like tweet at, uh, tweet at our account, uh, at Papa John's <laughs> on Twitter. Just let us know that we're wrong about this. Last voicemail for this episode. Let me see if I can find it. It is Claudio from. <laughs> Claudio's not calling back. <laughs> Actually, to be uh, Claudio did send us a message after the first episode, and he said that he very much enjoyed uh, the podcast. That's did he say if his name was actually Claudio? Well, I don't know if his name was actually Claudio. He just texted back the Google Voice number, and uh, we got a message from him. Wait, but, people can text the Google Voice number? Yeah, so if you want to uh, submit a question and you're too shy about your voice, just text 646-780-9218, and we could get you uh, on there as well. So you're so, telling me that uh, anonymous professional athletes from... Yeah, I don't know, the Portland area that are coached by uh, guys <laughs> currently under investigation but with very distinct voices would be able to call into the show uh, via text line? Yes. So, <laughs> rather than, like, ask us a question about uh, whether Hollowed out books and stuff, yeah. Hollowed out books or lotion yeah. on legs, they could just, like, send a text message. They could, yeah. Let's... <laughs> All right, next. All right. Voicemail. <laughs> Hey, uh, City of Smack guys, we're Warburg College, and we've just been uh, recruiting tonight, and we had a serious discussion going on about, what was it? If you could do, you run for 24 hours straight, sleep for 24 hours straight, and eat for 24 hours straight, what order would you do it in? And we've come up with about every combination so far, so we just want to see what you guys think. Thanks. The three things? Eat for 24 hours straight, sleep for 24 hours straight, run for 24 hours straight. How would you go about assigning the different orders? I have no idea. Well, I guess it's... So I'm thinking, how do they define all of these kids? Like, sleeping for 24 hours straight, does that mean I just have to be in bed? Because there's no way I can sleep for 24 hours straight, one. Two, how do they define eating for 24 hours straight? Is there like a bite rate that I need to be taking? Is it like a bite every bite 10 rate. seconds or like a, a spoonful <laughs> of whatever every minute? Like the running thing makes sense because it's an actual activity that you can be doing. If we, if we didn't spend too much time in the weeds on something, we would not be the podcast we are. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's my big question. But why are they talking or, about this on a recruiting trip? Yeah, whoever like, your recruit was is probably like, these guys fucking suck. Like, I'm just kidding. They, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, it's not that they suck. It's just like what positive aspect of your school is brought up by discussing. They're probably on an airplane just shooting the shit before picking up their rental car. Wait, but they're recruiting people. Yeah, I'm saying they like went someplace to talk to someone's parents like two time zones away. They took a plane. They had, they had free time is what I'm trying to say. Oh, so you're saying that this wasn't with the recruit, oh, like, yeah. showing them around. It was, like, in the downtime to go see yeah. or, some five-star recruit that they were flying out to see. 
or they had recruits for the maximum time. And so they've had like 12 meals with them already and they're with parents. And so they're making dad jokes. Oh, see the voice of reason, Nicole. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also too, he said guys from Sidious Mag. Yeah. We got a girl here. Her we name got is a girl Nicole. here. I'm Nick not a girl guy. I'm at least a lady. We've got a woman with us. A girl lady. I think you're a these, hero. These lady boys woman. are talking to a lady. <laughs> yeah. Um, so God. I think it's an easy question because have you ever like gone on a run after you ate like a big meal? Yeah, it's fine. I needed a sock after that run. With nacho <laughs> cheese, cheese puffs on it? Yes. Like if you had a hot dog and you just put nacho cheese and Cheetos on it and then ate it and then went on a run, that would kind the of all American right? bidet. As long as you as long as you uh did it quickly, like got right out yeah. the door while before it settled, you'd be good for like a good twenty so minutes. I think like the, the there's only one order this goes in. It's that you sleep for twenty four hours. because um, sleeping's like easy on your body. There's no issues with it. Then you run for the 24 hours and then you eat like that's. There's, there's no combination. There's two orders actually, because the other one could be that you eat, then you sleep and then you run and then you get to do whatever the fuck you want after you run. I think there's no good answer for me personally. And none of it is winning. If I could take, if I could eat like a really full meal for like 24 hours <laughs> and then sleep for 90 minutes and then go run for 24 hours, that would be the ideal. That's but not, if, that's not, I don't, yeah, 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 no. so, so why are you bringing it up? Why are you wasting wish, your time? I wish that was real. Cause that's what she's saying. She's going to, she's going to multiply all that. So then she would eat a, so she would, you would eat. Well, there's nothing better no, than eating a real good meal than taking a nap and then going and running before you're you awake. Can't, you can't, like, go down to a smaller size and then grow it out and say it's the same thing. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, one How handful... How are you supposed to tackle anything like this? One handful of lasagna while you're running you have to turn it flat. is okay. You have to have a lasagna flat into your mouth. But 24 hours of a lasagna flat into your mouth is nowhere near, like, the same. That's a lot of carbs. That's a lot of fat. That's grease, honestly. If we're doing this on like an evidence-based situation, that's like the only way that you can do it then. It's like this is the only proof that we would have. I like to eat, and then I like to take a little nap, and then I like to run is the only real-world example that you can have that could translate into like, well, I guess I'm going to eat for 24 hours. But I know... But none of this, none of this would actually work for me because if I did, if I ate for twenty four hours and went for a run, that's not going to really work. And then I'm not going to sleep because I'm going to be in the bathroom. And then if, yeah. but but if I were to eat for twenty four hours, sleep for twenty four hours, I'm going to wake up and be pissed, and I'm not going to be able to run because I'm just going to be like, I can't. You got to go to your internship. I, mean, I got to go to my internship. I got to drive <laughs> that twenty four hours away to my internship. But, like, I'm going to be hangry and mad the whole time. Well, I, I think guess the problem is, is, like, if you ate for 24 hours, I feel like you would be on the toilet for 48. Especially if there's a run in there. Especially if there's a run in there. Like, so knowing there's going to be a run or you have just run are going to cause the same amount. That's the a- thing. Can so you are you not, saying that the can amount you that not, you eat and the length of time that you eat uh, equals 
two times that amount of time spent in the bathroom. No, I'm just saying like none of <laughs> none of the options that we have been given include like being able to go to the bathroom. And I'm not going to eat on the toilet because that's disgusting. You okay, can't so sleep on the toilet. That, uh, there's only one thing that you can be doing in this period. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you cannot eat on the toilet. You're that's reaching. disgusting. I you're even reaching right now. Yeah, like, you're imposing a lot more rules on this. He than didn't I think say. We're All right. It's All right. pretty would open-ended. You, what you, if you combine the eating and the running and you just eat goo for 24 hours while you're running for 24 hours? No, it has to be separate. I know. You just made so up it's a rule. Like, two-hour period. <laughs> Okay, it's a 72-hour period. All I'm saying is, is like, would you eat on the toilet? Yes or no? Sure. Yeah, well... No, no, no. So you have to be eating. No, you have to be no eating. There's no nuance. There's no nuance. into your mouth the whole time. That's what you're saying. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Would you eat while you're on the toilet? Yes. Done it before, I'll do it again. For 24 hours. Like the real question is, what's the longest you've ever spent in the bathroom? Well, according to Tom's, it's twice the <laughs> amount of the last meal that you ate. So if you were at an hour-long meal with your family, likely the next day you spent two hours Okay, in the all right. So, shoot. <laughs> when I'm on the toilet, when I'm on the toilet, I like to go on to Sidious Mag, Slack, and I just like to read what everyone's saying, okay? So, shoot me going to change the whole visual for when we're all in the slack and several people are typing at once yeah now we know what you're doing when you're stirring up debate when you come <laughs> in there trying to get like ruffle everybody's feathers it's like oh he was working on something last night. <laughs> when i'm with my really, really strong opinions yeah like flagstaff is redneck mammoth I, you know i've liked the time that i've spent in flag every time i've gone i've had a very nice time yeah, food and food poisoning and flag ones. From what? Like where? Where is it? The lasagna. I really want to make the joke and say Diablo Burger, but it was food I made myself. I think I just uh, it wasn't good anymore, and I still <laughs> ate it. <laughs> uh, I think the lesson that we've learned here, uh, in terms of the. <laughs> 24, 24, 24 challenge. Yeah, put a bow on it for us. Putting a bow on it here. Um, is that the concept of eating for 24 hours straight isn't properly defined. I mean, neither is sleeping. Who do you know that can sleep for 24 hours? Right. They would figure it out, all right? We can put a Tesla into space. We could put a man to sleep for 24 hours. <laughs> so it's a coma. Elon Musk is behind this. Um, it's forced, all of it. Um, so it's too, so so. No, 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 then you're just hooked up to bags. You're like tube-fed food and catheter. Drip. Yeah, mm-hmm. so then you'd be fine. You would wake up and you would have all the calories you needed from the tube. It can't happen at the same time. Like I think that's kind of what they're. I don't know why you get to make the rules yeah. and then tell us we can't make new ones. Uh, because guess what? I'm that caller. <laughs> My name is Chris from Kenosha, I want to say. Papa. That guy didn't give his name. All uh, right. Well, I think that about does it. Shout out to all the corporate sponsors that called in. Uh, yeah. Big Lasagna, um, Cool Ranch Doritos, Tesla. Um, if you're a corporate sponsor that wants to go the normal route, you don't want to like just do this sort of guerrilla marketing that we've been allowing for the last two weeks. 
go ahead, send a message to uh, Sidious Mag. Let us know. I don't know. Maybe you're a caffeinated gum company that's trying to connect with a running audience. Uh, Maybe you're a women's only clothing brand that's trying to connect with a new audience. Uh, Maybe you're a Boston-based running shoe company that wants to connect with a new audience. You could be anything. Uh, We want your money uh, so we can spend it. Because we looked at the shipping costs of what we've been doing, and we are bleeding so much it money. It is not sustainable. Not sustainable at all. I don't know how FUBU stays in business. FUBU sends clothing all around the globe, and they they don't have any podcasts. Ambassador so programs? Do they have ambassador programs? They've got Damon on Shark Tank. That's uh, it. So that's what uh, Nicole... Uh, Bush wants to be a FUBU ambassador. So if there's anybody out there listening yeah. from FUBU, yeah. Nicole Bush is open to new sponsorship opportunities. Nicole, Nicole, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Mm. This was great. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Yes, thanks. You well, gave a lot more. Again? Yeah. <laughs> Steven, Steven couldn't make it because he had to pretend that he had something else. Um, but we really appreciate you coming on. Would you do yeah. it again? Oh, yeah, for sure. Great. Uh, call in that favor. Um, all right. So for uh, the listeners who want to call into the next show, which will be in two weeks, the number is 646-780-9218. That's 646-780-9218. If there are any um, musical people out there, any kids that are trying to get a musical performance degree or any older people that make a living off of making music. If you want to turn that phone number into a jingle for us, we'll send you a free t-shirt. It might be a FUBU t-shirt, yeah. but it's a t-shirt. You can wear it anywhere. Hey, there's a city of Sharpie across the I'm mm-hmm.